Hey, welcome to 49ers After Dark. I'm Grant Cohn. That's Jesse Naylor. Sorry we're four minutes late. We were just backstage uh, creating creating suspense. You ever go to a concert and it starts like 15, 30 minutes late, but you know they're backstage just chilling? That's us. That, that, that's that us. Exactly. It. We were eating snacks. We were talking about our day. And then we're like, oh, we should have started two minutes ago. Let's wait two more minutes. Let's make the people wait since we're freaking big time. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it's, it. Arguably the most popular show on YouTube, maybe the world, 49ers After Dark. Uh, the title of the show is, Is Tom Brady Coming to San Francisco for Revenge? There's some juicy storylines this week. Almost as good or maybe better than last week. And we'll get into those. But first, we have to talk about Joe Montana, the um, acclaimed football analyst, who said that he thinks the 49ers can win a Super Bowl avec Brock Purdy. Do you agree with him? We oui, uno. I'm going French. I, I, I don't like know why. it. No, that's listen. On 49ers After Dark, it's your world, Grant. We're just living in it. Whatever you want to do, I am game with. Usually I get hyphy Grant. This time I get bilingual Grant. I absolutely love it. <laughs> Real quick, I like your shirt. Uh, who's on it? NFL Jam, Rice Young. Come on. Okay. All right. Answer my question. Do you, what do okay. you think of what Joe Montana said? I mean,. The way he prefaced it was, if Purdy played the way that he did last week, then yes, absolutely. I don't know if that's even the case. I mean, Purdy played well, but the defense really is what it comes down to. The defense <laughs> held the Dolphins to, what, 21 minutes of possession? Like, that's pretty rare to do to any team. The Dolphins have been susceptible to that throughout the season because they passed so damn much. And we saw even in limited possessions that they were able to score some quick strike touchdowns. So I, I think there's some of that that goes into it, but I want to reverse engineer this for my answer. My thought process has to be, did I think that they could win a Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo? And my answer was always no. Me a lot too. of reasons for that. Me yeah, too. So, you, so a lot of reasons for that. However, then the question Can I give becomes, one? Can I give one? Yeah. I don't think you can dink and dunk your way to a Super Bowl in 2022. Continue. You, you may be able to. You may be able to. I don't know if I agree with that fully. I see what you're saying, though. I, I go. I see what you're saying. Okay. Who's the last quarterback who dinked and dunked his way to a Super Bowl victory? Uh, maybe, maybe Nick Foles in the RPO year. I don't know. I don't Although know Nick Foles, even... Nick Foles threw a nice deep ball. A nice deep ball. I'm just saying. He, he also had like I think in three games like seven touchdown passes and one interception in the playoffs he called and out. for he was, 300 yards every game. He was great. Like, yeah. He was great. Yeah. So yeah. that was a whole different thing. But so then the question becomes, do I think that right now Brock Purdy is better than Jimmy Garoppolo? No, that's, I mean, that's come on. That's disrespectful. That would be disrespectful. And, and no. So if I didn't think they could win a Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo, why would I think that they could win a Super Bowl with somebody who's not as good as Jimmy Garoppolo? That wouldn't make any sense. So I'm going to say no, they cannot win a Super Bowl with Brock Purdy. I'm intrigued by Brock Purdy, though. Me too. He throws on the run better than Jimmy Garoppolo. For he sure. um, might have more touch than Jimmy Garoppolo. And he might even be more accurate than Jimmy Garoppolo. But just, you're a rookie. And you you were not really practicing. Like, the, the, the rule, you don't have enough time to give your third string quarterback or your backup quarterback real real practice reps. He was working with the scout team. So now all of a sudden 
the Niners are going to have to try to teach him every possible blitz look that the Bucks have shown this season in a week. It, like That's rough. So I think at a certain point, just him being a rookie will come back to bite him. Like, I think an interesting comparison for this Niners, not dynasty because they haven't won anything, but like little run, is the Buccaneers from the late 90s in the early 2000s. Lynch was on that team, and he's the architect of this team. That team's quarterback was Trent Dilfer, and then it was he got hurt, and then Sean King was their quarterback as a mm-hmm. rookie in 99. And he took, yep. he took them, right? He took them to the NFC Championship game, and they lost 11-6 to to the eventual Super Bowl champions, the Rams. So it, if you kind of look at the Niners in that lens, maybe they're a couple years away from winning the Super Bowl when they find their Brad Johnson. But it, it, maybe maybe Brock Purdy is their Sean King. It, it's a lot. Look, Joe Montana, I, I don't know how many predictions he's gotten right as a football analyst, but it's a lot. There's a reason that there, no rookie quarterback in the history of the league has ever won a Super Bowl. There's a reason. It's a lot to ask for him. It is a lot to ask for. And I think I also think that people fall in love with backup, or in this case, third-string quarterbacks, way too fast. Way too fast. It's like, oh, they play a good game or even three, and you're just like, oh, this, this dude is it. He's something different. We should replace the starter. It happened in Dallas this year. It's happening right now with the Jets. It happened in the with the Patriots. Just this year yeah. alone, those are three teams. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, that that guy gets exposed for who they actually are, and it's like, oh shoot, I was really wrong about that. Yeah, where's Bailey Zappi now? Right, right. He got drafted ahead of Brock Purdy. So yeah. I'm saying, like, Brock Purdy's a, a great story. He put up 33 points against a Dolphins defense that was giving up 32.8 points per game on the road. Now he's got the Bucks. This whole Cinderella story, he could become a pumpkin on Sunday. I hope he doesn't because I'm enjoying this. I really am. But the NFL is tough, and he was the last pick for a reason. Man, some people were saying he's got like a stronger arm than Jimmy Garoppolo. Maybe maybe on the eye test it looks that way. I don't know what Jimmy's spinning these days. He, may, he probably had more zip back in the day, but 51 miles per hour for Brock Purdy at the Combine, that's on the low end, man. You said Christian Ponder? That's Christian 51. Ponder. And they Christian Ponder ran Christian Ponder was 6'2 and ran a 4'7. Like he was a better athlete. And the reason Christian Ponder has such a bad, such a low miles per hour is because he was coming off like shoulder surgery. His shoulder was jacked up. I mean, Purdy is just I'm sorry. But the scouting in the NFL isn't that bad. It's not that bad. The whole league didn't miss on this guy eight, seven times. Yeah, you don't. It can happen, right? It, it can happen. It's Brady, not impossible. Brady, Brady's the example. That well, was literally not, not 22 Brady, years ago. Kurt Warner. I think Kurt Warner is an example of this. Look okay, at how that's great even of a, longer. Right. That's so, even longer. Yeah. It, like it can happen. However, there are certain intangible. Okay. Tom Brady. What's the most what? recent example? What's the most recent example of a seventh round or, or undrafted free agent dude who became a franchise quarterback? Dude who just slipped through the cracks. Who? I can't. Taylor Heineke? I mean, come no. on. No. Ryan Fitzpatrick? But I mean, he was he came in the league 20 years ago. Is this guy a little Ryan Fitzpatricky? No. He like I said, if I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Because Fitzpatrick got paid. He made he got paid money. hella. Yeah, he did. Absolutely yes, he did. did. Yeah. Absolutely. Here's the thing about Purdy is he you have to have an elite trait or something you can hang your hat on. What's his elite trait? 
So if you're going to project, what is Brock Purdy's elite trait? He does some things good, but he doesn't do anything just uber elite. Tom Brady has an elite arm. I don't care what anybody says. That dude has an elite arm. And he, and he always has. He always has. A big so, Brock Purdy supporter would say accuracy. Like, to me, the Brock Purdy thing, he's Mac Jones minus two inches. Like, he's got nothing on his throws, but he seems to have good ball placement. He seems to have touch. He seems to have good footwork. I mean, the thing with Mac Jones was, like, once he had to play in the winter, it was like, man, you have no zip on your throws, and it's a problem. And I think that could happen with Brock Purdy, too. Like, he's got no zip on his throws. He makes Jimmy Garoppolo look like Dan Marino in terms of arm strength. I'm sorry, Brock. He's a lot of things he does really well, though. I do, I do think so. I am on the record in twenty December of 2020 saying that I wanted Brock Purdy to be drafted by the 49ers going into the 2021 draft. Now he didn't declare, and at that point, I actually felt comfortable with him as like a third or fourth round pick. And I think his stock was probably higher than him staying. I believe hurt him a little bit. That's just me personally because he regressed every year statistically he regressed he may not have regressed as a player but he regressed every year statistically i think that hurt his stock i think he could have been drafted higher so i actually do believe in brock Purdy as a long-term backup for this team i was excited when he was drafted i mocked him to us a million times over i like brock purdy but i'm also realistic in who he is and who i think he's going to be and i think he's a long-term backup that's what i think he is i got a better comp for him than mac jones because that's a stretch. You but like I got a Christian really, Ponder one? I like a Christian Ponder one. I got one for you right now. Tell me if you All like right. this one. Okay. Colt McCoy. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Colt McCoy. Yeah. Colt McCoy. Going to be in the league a long time. Yep. People love him. Sneaky athletic. Uh, g- decisive. Accurate. Colt McCoy. Clearly a little under size. Not the strongest arm. But there's a place in the league for him, for, for sure, short, for course. a long time. Of Cold course. McCoy. Of Cold course. McCoy. And, you know, frankly, I think he's a hell of a backup. But you see what happens to Colt McCoy if you have to play him for four or five weeks. He's not going to win four or five games. Yeah. He won't. Yeah. And, but, and the, the yeah. thing is, though, is he might with this team, right? He right. might with this team. But there is going to come a point. It may not, and it may not happen till the playoffs because it's not like they're playing some of the best teams here. And even the teams with good defenses can be ran on. And so now all of a sudden the game plan is we'll just run a ton. It may not happen until then, but at some point the league will catch up to them. And when they do, what does that look like? What does that look like? And, you know, for Jimmy, it took five starts. I'm, he went 5-0 and with the 49ers. Nobody caught up to him till the very Maybe next Maybe Brock year. could do that because Brock's Maybe got five Brock more to go, right? But my question, like, I think Brock could do that because uh, there's no book on him. There's very mm-hmm. little tape on him. Maybe he could take advantage of the league the way Jimmy did. My question is, Kyle, Mike McGlinchey, offensive line, Niners, can you keep this quarterback upright like you couldn't keep the other two? Because their pattern is, like, we should get ready to see Josh Johnson play soon. So, Brock. Because last, like, they didn't adjust to the Dolphins' Are we still on topic? We They did not adjust to the Dolphins' pressure. Their adjustment was freaking Brock Purdy, like, juking dudes and and completing throws while taking shots. Like, that's not sustainable over the long haul. Kyle needs to help him out. We need to move on, though. I also, well, I also think long-term, blitzing him is not the answer. 
because one thing that I'll say about Brock Purdy, and it's it's shown up for years, he's decisive. He does have a quick release, and he, I think he has good footwork. I don't think blitzing him is the thing to do. You what you want to do is play soft coverage and make him throw tight window throws ten yards and further down the field, just like you would with Jimmy Garoppolo. The reason to blitz him is not because he's susceptible to it. It's because Kyle. The is. offensive line. Okay. No, both of them. But like okay. what happened in the last game was they were getting free rushers. The Dolphins were simultaneously getting free rushers and successfully covering the hot routes. The Niners were totally scouted, and Kyle has to fix that. You can't I get, you could argue it got Jimmy hurt. So Kyle has to fix that right now. Because Todd Bowles is watching me like, ooh, oh, no answers for this blitz and that blitz. I have that blitz. I have that blitz. I can do that. So let's test him. And it's a rookie quarterback. You already know what an experienced DC is going to do to a rookie quarterback. I mean, you're going to light him up right away. Send a message. First series. And see how they respond. And it's not even on Brock to me. It's on Kyle. So we shall see. Absolutely. We'll see how he adjusts. Legendary Answers Niners says, just wanted to be the first super chat. It's going to go down tonight. Uh, Kyler V says, second. (laughs) (laughs) Double B Studio says, you guys see Greenlaw almost slam Tyreek. Dude, Greenlaw is so good. good. Hey, Greenlaw, if you're watching, hella good. Also, I want to say that, um, did you see Jawan Jennings shout me out a couple weeks ago? Yeah. I went over to him today. I was like, hey, Jawan. He like rocked back in his... At his locker, like he didn't know what I was gonna say. I was like, "Appreciate the shout out." And he was like, <laughs> "Hey man, keep saying my name." Okay, nice. I like Jawan Jennings. I just want to shout out. He's hella good. And if you if you were like being honest this year, the best wide receivers on the team, just in terms of separation, catching balls, getting open, him and Ayuk. Yeah. Sorry, Debo. You still do some good stuff after the catch for sure. You're Hercules after the catch, but before it. I'll take Juwan and Ayuk, mostly because Juwan gave me a fist bump today. No, I'm just <laughs> although although they did need, I did say that they would need Debo to show up in that last game in order to win, and I felt like even though the stats may not show it, I feel like he showed up in that game. I felt like he was very important he ran hard. In that game. He ran hard he for did. sure. It's just disheartening to know that you're giving up, you're paying twenty four million dollars a year for like fifty yards a game. Hey, you want to score your fifth touchdown of the year, Debo? It's time. I'm sorry. I'm a jerk. Matthew Sanders says bringing TB12 to SF behind his O-line will be the end of his career. So unless we dump in 69, it's a no from me, dog. Glad we have all those draft picks. <laughs> hey, man, all I can say is I feel like, look, he's playing behind a way worse offensive line right now than the Niners have. Yeah. And he's not hurt yet. Uh, he's not playing great, great, but he's not hurt yet. Uh, Tom Brady is... You want to talk decisive? That's different level decisive. No, he it's it takes a lot to get him hurt and not playing well behind an offensive line. Dabuda says, "Pick one: Purdy, Mullins, Mayfield, or Jimmy G." Um, I'll take Purdy. Oh, Jimmy like, G. Moving forward, moving forward. I don't want Jimmy on this team anymore. Oh no, no, no. no. But if yeah. if I could just have one right now, it's Jimmy G, and it's not close. Yeah, I mean he's thirty one. He's a he's a vet. He's he's like prepped for this, right? But you I know what? He's and hurt. Mayfield's last on that list. I hate Mayfield. It seems like everyone does. Uh, he should make a t shirt, a, a TV show. Everybody yeah. hates 
Baker. Trey Niner says, let's be clear, Purdy made passes, reads, pocket awareness that Jimmy would dream of. Purdy looked better than Jimmy ever looked as a quarterback slash hashtag film. Yeah, man, but I don't, Brady's been I in there taking the film to be respectful. Trey, I, he looked good. I'm not again. I thought he looked good, but just ever, ever Jimmy's ever. That's I don't know, man. That's I think that's pretty disrespectful. His quarterback rating was 88. He threw that's for 210 that. yards on hey, 37 attempts. Can we just let's chill? I mean, brought Nick Mullins literally eviscerated the Raiders. I think his quarterback rating was almost 150. It was damn near perfect. Yeah. And, and like Brock showed some things. For sure he did. But come on. Yeah, I'm with you on that. And Antonio says, Hey guys, missed you. I missed you too, Antonio. <laughs> I really I really hope Trey can play some playoffs. I like Purdy, but I swear I see so much potential on this kid. Shani should come around. I think Shani's come around. I, it's is he healthy? And I also think there's a breaking point for Trey Lance. If Trey Lance isn't back on this roster practicing in three weeks, they just don't even. There's no point. There is no point. Like he Jacob, has to get at least a couple weeks in before the end of the season. I would think so. I would think so. And I think the Niners are a little. I mean, Kyle. I think he's a little nervous about rushing a quarterback back. Yeah. Also, I yeah. think he likes it the fact that there's no pressure on it anymore. If he wins the Brock Purdy, he's the greatest coach of all time. If he loses Brock Purdy, no one blames him. There's no pressure. Yeah. It's a yeah. win-win situation. Jacob says Peyton Manning dink and dunked a Super Bowl win. Broncos, there you, there you go. 2015. So, hey, Brock Purdy, just be Peyton Manning. Well, it's crazy it. I didn't think of that because I compared the 49ers to that team when Jimmy Garoppolo took over and said that's the mold. So, I don't know how to good, – good catch by you, by the way. Official BNA Music 88 says Purdy over Lance or Niners need James. Dilemma. Let's just give Purdy his moment, man. Yeah. No one else is healthy. He's doing that's, his thing. Here, yeah. You got, I mean, this is, it's a cool story and I hope he does the most with it. Callie Tremor says, I know you're talking about Montana, but will Jimmy sit out the rest of the season for his value sake? Will the Niners keep him out to keep him healthy and valuable? Uh, y'all rock. Love both your content. I'll appreciate that. Appreciate um, you. I feel like Jimmy needs to do what he did last year is try to come back, try to show he's health, try to show he's tough, try to show he's, you know, eager to play because that's the biggest knock against him, durability and whatever. So uh, the way that Kyle Shanahan was talking to me today was he's done, but I want to make it seem like there's a possibility for his sake and his value going forward is the way that I took it. Like, let me be respectful on your way out, but he ain't playing. That's the way that that's the way that I read the situation. I could be wrong. I totally agree. Double B Studio says QB on this Niners team comes down to two uh two fewest mistakes. Sure. Yeah. I, feel I mean, right now, yeah. No, I th- again this whole Jimmy news was about telling other teams that he'll be healthy by free agency. Yeah. Not this isn't like out. last offseason, is basically what I heard. Pretty much. Antonio uh, Antonio says, funny how Emmanuel Acho and so many people think Parsons is so ahead of Bosa when Bosa plays elite every game. Emmanuel Acho is such a clown or a clickbaiter. Either way, that guy needs to sit down. I didn't know he felt that way. But we're going to talk about Bosa. You, you know what's funny about Acho is this fan base hates him, except the one time they liked him, Grant, is when he disagreed with me about the tipping plays on Trent Williams. And then all of a sudden, he was like everybody's favorite. <laughs> That's true. 
Also, he loved the Christian McCaffrey trade. He was all about that. Mm-hmm. Bund Hot Dog says 22 Niners, 21 Niners, and they made the NFC. He says this team is better than last year's team. They made it to NFC Championship with Jimmy's bum shoulder and thumb. BP just needs to be slightly better than Jimmy Garoppolo was last year in playoffs. I don't disagree with that. I think the team overall is better. And although I don't think Purdy is better than Jimmy, if you look at the way Jimmy played in those playoffs, do I think Purdy could play possibly as good or better? I I think that's a possibility. But I also think some of the teams in the NFC are better too. I think Dallas is way better than they were last year. I think Dallas is better than, than Green Bay or the Rams from last year, and I think the same thing about Philly, and Minnesota's right there. I think the NFC is a lot tougher at the top. Antonio says, I like Purdy and the freshness he brought to the Niners' offense, but we have to be realistic. He ain't going to win the sixth Lombardi trophy. No, I don't I mean, think so either. I, I, you got to be. be cool I mean, well, he's, he, he might be in the best situation. Here's what he has going for him. A lot of experience in college and a really good team around him. What he doesn't have going for him is Man, he gets his first start mid-December. That's rough. It'd be one thing if he'd be playing all year, but like, man, there's a lot of looks that he hasn't seen. And once I feel like the more that the more that he plays, the more that works against him. You'd be like, experience helps, but that's just more tape that elite defensive coordinators get on a physically limited quarterback. Exactly, and that's why I think him coming in later helps him because he is closer to his potential. He did play four years in college. He's he's closer to who he's going to be by the end of his career or at the best of his career right now, way closer than Lance, to where Lance is the type of guy that needed to play all season, and by the time we got to here, the level would be here. So I think this actually works in Purdy's favor. That's a good point. Luis says, is, it, is me or when Purdy starts to play, the offense looks completely different, like faster, and he loves the shirt, and that's enough to drive the offense. He loves the shirt. That's know. a typo. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know. what he meant to say. But either way, the offense does look different from the standpoint that he'll go under center, and he'll actually run a true play action and turn his back to the defense for sure. That's true. Shreddy Murphy says, traded Tampa, he'll never be SF's first choice. Hmm. Well, we'll talk about that scenario coming up. We have I think a lot Tampa's more. Tampa's uh, going to go tough in getting Lamar Jackson. I don't think they'll be able to, but I think that's who they're going to target. We have a lot more uh, comments to get to, and we'll get to them soon, but we have some more topics we want to get to on our own. Did the Jimmy Garoppolo injury provide clarity into the Niners' quarterback situation moving forward, Jesse? Man, this is a pretty loaded question because I think it provi- it certainly provided clarity for the rest of this season. I think it also provided clarity as to will Jimmy Garoppolo be back with this team next year. I think that's an absolute no at this no. point. No, yeah. But now all of a sudden there's, all right, well, how well does Purdy play? Is there a quarterback competition between him and Trey? Those are conversations that are going to start being had. Well, what about Tom Brady if he wants to still... You know what I mean? So there's always something really until Trey Lance proves that he either is the guy or he isn't the guy. And the only way that's going to happen is by him playing. I think this quarterback situation is going to be muddy until we have clarification on who Lance is to me. So again, I think, yes, for this season, we've got clarity. For Jimmy Garoppolo's future, I think we have clarity. 
But for the quarterback situation of the 49ers, I don't think we have clarity yet. No. I think the fact that his injury makes it seem like he's not going to come back helps. Nothing against Jimmy, but like 12 hours, less than 12 hours before he got hurt, there was a report that he could come back. Yeah. He could sign another deal. Like that seemed like the worst case scenario. Even if they won a Super Bowl, it felt like a Joe Flacco contract, something you don't freaking want to do. And so now this feels like a, a really easy way to move on. If Brock Purdy sort of replicates what Jimmy Garoppolo was doing at a much cheaper price, then you don't need to bring Jimmy Garoppolo back. You can feel like, look, we weren't going to win the Super Bowl with Jimmy, frankly. We didn't win the Super Bowl with Brock, but the offense didn't fall off. It still wasn't quite good enough, and that's why we got Trey, or that's why we're going to get Tom Brady or whatever. Like, that's that's a hell of a backup. We don't need to bring this safety blanket back, which is what he's been for more than five years or whatever. Uh, I think it's finally they have an exit plan. And it, 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 they feel like your homie who's been trying to break up with his girl for four years and hasn't found a way to do it. And I feel like they finally can do it now. Homie. Yeah. yeah. Say Because your homie finally got cheated on. And he's like, ah, got it. You're out. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Absolutely. Or, or, or. Your homie finally found someone else that makes him happy in Brock Purdy. Mm. Like, do you really need to put up with all this baggage when you can get the same thing over here with no baggage? I'm not saying it's the it's the bee's knees, but like, come on, <laughs> Brock Purdy, Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, yeah. I was calling Jimmy Garoppolo the Bitcoin of quarterbacks. The Niners are trying so Ooh. hard to convince the NFL that he's worth something, when frankly he ain't. And I, anyway. I think they can finally – they've been doing this pump-and-dump scheme for like three, four years. They traded for Trey Lance, but they're like, we still like Jimmy. We still want to trade him because he's so valuable. No, man, he's Bitcoin. He's Fugazi. <laughs> yeah. And so maybe now if Brock Purdy just shows that he's the same as Jimmy, they're like, whatever, man. We got a replacement for Jimmy if Trey doesn't work out. So we got both things. Neither one is super cheap. They're both young. They're both coachable. Jimmy, good luck. We love you, man. Go – go to greener pastures and I'm sure he'd love to. Yeah. It, it, it makes sense for him to go somewhere else. I think he wants out of the situation. I think they want to move situation. on from him. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah. Matthew Sanders says Buck's going to bliss worse than uh Luftwaffe on London. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens to rookie quarterbacks. And it's, again, it's not that he showed something on film like, Oh, he can't pick up a blitz. No, it's his coach. It's a scheme. And maybe they'll figure it out. They got seven days. This is very smart. I felt like they Kyle started knows. to in in bits and pieces in that game. They started to dump off to McCaffrey in the flat. There's some things that they started to do a little bit in that game. The it one play perfect, though, but. where he threw the Kittle up the seam and got smacked in the face, like that's not sustainable. <laughs> you yeah. got smacked. You you, you know what smacked. though? If they if they what? are gonna blitz him, I think, and they're gonna blitz him that tough, then I think I think delayed handoffs would be good out of shotgun. And I also think staying in shotgun might be better too because turning your back to the defense on a long play action, we saw that's where the one turnover almost, another turnover almost came is when he threw it directly at Chubb's hands. Right. So that's probably something you want to avoid until you know you're not going to get blitzed to death. So maybe that's something I would try as well. Stephen M. says the answer is Mason. What? Just to every What's question? The question? <laughs> the every... <laughs> Double B. Sudi says charming ultra wipes or bidet. JG, Purdy, or Trey? 
What? That's random. Mikey Niner says Tua was scared of Bosa all game. Tattoo Brady too. Uh, look, I think there's a big difference between Tua and Brady. Can we say that? Yeah. Of Can we say that? Yeah. Uh, legendary answer Niner says McGlinchey is going on the Kyle Williams list. Ooh. Yikes. Man, that's harsh. I'll say this. Cat- if Brady was playing for that Miami team last week, Miami wins that game. Yeah, I would agree. Cap low ENT. Just donates a dollar like a like a boss. Appreciate you. The coach, vet of the show, says this is a key play action. I know it seems simple, but it's a gigantic swath of plays that are back in our offense for Kyle. It's the job of his offense. Look for the offense to open up. Hold on, though. Hold on, though. Hold on, though. I noticed when they tried to do those play action bootlegs, every single time there was a dude in his face. Mm-hmm. Maybe the fact that the left tackle continues to tip plays and justify it is hurting the 49ers play action game (laughs) look trent it's just a theory you might want to think about it i know you feel like just because you're letting him he really he literally said just because i let him know it's a run that doesn't mean they know which run is coming yo what about play action though trent are you kidding me so every time they try that stuff and the dude gets met immediately with the dude in his face i'm thinking Trent, Trent, can you stop? But I don't know. You you know what's funny is I I haven't talked about that situation in weeks, but somebody asked me this week, are you still noticing it? I noticed it. (laughs) I noticed it to the point to where Purdy came up to the line and yelled can, and he went from a run stance to a pass stance. I'm like, oh, so you were going to run and now you're going to pass. Got got it. Thanks. Yes, it's still happening. I I will say this. He's gotten better with his hand placement because there was a there was a part of it that was his hands as well and where they were placed. He's done better with that, but the leg is still a thing. It's yes, it's still a thing. All right. We'll we'll, we'll get to the, the rest of the comments in a minute. Um but we got more topics to get to. Namely, Tom Brady Should the 49ers and their fans make their judgment on Tom Brady as a potential quarterback next year for the 49ers based on this upcoming game? Because, because, I mean, I don't think it's lost on everyone, Jed, Tom, the fans, that this is a bit of an audition right now. Hey, what do you think of Brock? What do you think of me? What do you think? Did you notice that Kyle Shanahan today threw a little shade of himself for the Tom oh, Brady yeah. situation. Did you catch oh, yeah. that? Like, okay. what was I thinking? Oh my yeah. God. And basically, he went on and went on to just praise the hell out of him. He basically he said he's still playing like one of the, like the greatest quarterback I've ever seen. That's what he said today. Yeah. Yeah. To me, Tom is the only, not the only, but the only realistic replacement that I would say, okay, Trey, it's go ahead. Like uh, it's Tom Brady. And living in Tampa, I see Tom Brady play every week. And I've been telling everybody since about week four, Tom Brady is not washed. He's not washed. I promise you he's not washed. And every week, what happens? Tom Brady's washed. It's all over the timeline. It happened again this week until, well, oh, final two drives. You need some touchdowns? I got you. I'm Tom Brady. Tom Brady is not washed. He's not at all. But should they make judgment based off of this game alone? which is most likely to happen because people aren't watching every game. That's fair. If Purdy beats him, like, oh, why do we need Tom Brady? Exactly. That's exactly what's going to happen. That's it. So, yeah. no, do not make judgment based yeah. off of him playing with four of his five starting offensive line out against the best defense in the league with 
five defensive starters of his own out. Do not do that. Just pay attention to little minute points to his game. Can he still make a deep throw? Hell yes, he can. Is he still precise? Yes. Can he still make quick decisions? Absolutely. Those are the things to pay attention to. Do not look at the results and do not look at whether they win or, or do not look at the stats either. Look at the little points of how a quarterback is is playing. Tom Brady is still really, really good. He's not just really, really good. I mean, he of course, but he's also the greatest competitor like ever in the NFL. And let's let's pull back. You literally got divorced just to compete more. Like what what more could you I'm as a person, not the best. I got it. But as far as a football player, when you're looking for it a just, football guy, how much more football does it get? I mean, we don't have to justify it or judge it. It's just that's who he is. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's that level of competitor. He broke up his whole family for it. And think about where he was coming from. He left New England. He wanted to come to the 49ers. Okay. He's in his 40s. His parents are getting older. His mom is a cancer survivor. He wants to be, he wanted to be here in front of his hometown team with his parents. He, he called the Niners and said, guess what? My name's Tom Brady and I want to play for you. And they shut the door in his face. They were like, you're washed. He would have won multiple Super Bowls for the 49ers. Instead, he won one for Tampa. So, yeah, I'm sure part of them would love to come back to the Niners, but don't you think the other part of them really wants to shove it up their behinds in this game? I mean, hey, Jed, oh, you're sitting up there. Hey, Kyle, remember what you thought? Hey, can I just point out that since the Niners said, hey, Tom, you're washed, the Niners have gone through five starting quarterbacks, and he's still standing? Can I just point that out? I mean, this is his opportunity to really stick it to the 49ers. And yeah, maybe he'll come here next year, but maybe he won't. And maybe he'll just, this will be his parting shot, be like, I could have been living in San Mateo. I could have been hanging out with my parents. We could have been winning Super Bowls. You didn't like me? Well, take this. <laughs> take this. Yeah. So yeah. the greatest competitor of all time has a little extra motivation to put a 40 burger on the Niners. And I'm not saying they're going to even crack 20. But, man, he's the greatest quarterback of all time, and it's going to be interesting to see what he can muster. Yeah, I just – I don't think that he has the horses to get it done. But, Ooh. but Ooh. I think Wait a second. Try. Wait a second. He's got Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Julio Jones, Scotty Miller, Leonard Fournette. He doesn't have an offensive line and at all. And backup offensive linemen. <laughs> he has no offensive line, but he's got weapons. He's got five eligible – receivers who are weapons can i just say real quick it seems to me that he got a little too powerful in tampa ran bruce arians out of town or whatever out of power and now he's got byron leftwich who can't tell brady no and brady's trying to do his peyton manning thing where he's the offensive coordinator and he's failing can i just say that no one's saying it but he's trying to be peyton manning he can't do it peyton manning was the greatest offensive coordinator I've ever seen. Like, he was really, really good. He knew exactly yeah. what he was doing. Brady's not that guy. He's not. Can I just Brady say? also wanted to stay on the field this last week when they were down 13 still, and they went, like, three and out super quick. It was fourth they, and, like, nine, and he's like, I want to stay out here. They called the he timeout, pa- and then they punted, 
Yeah, he's he know. passes too much. He's not a good offensive. He's not a good play caller. Yeah. You know what he needs? Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> <laughs> they need each other so bad, but can they make it work? I don't know. I don't know. They blew it like three years ago, but maybe like ships passing in the night, they'll get another chance. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But I, I think mean, they it need so- each other. It sounds like it sounds like Shanahan was talking himself into it today, like in the middle, in front of everybody. Everybody watched it live, like. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's 45, and to think that he can't play as long as he wants, he's the best ever, and he still can move, and he has an arm. I mean, anybody who thought that he couldn't make it this far is an idiot. Me. <laughs> he basically was giving, like, a verbal public apology. Yeah. Didn't it sound like it? Yes. It would almost sound like a pitch to Tom, like, hey, man, I know I really pissed you off big time, <laughs> and you hate me, but please, play for me next year. I <laughs> that, that was Hey, that's exactly what I would have done, too. It was overshadowed by the Jimmy Garoppolo news, and it was just kind of thrown in there. But it definitely—I'm glad you heard it. That's the way it came across. I'm glad you heard it, and I, you know, I think it was almost like a plea to Tom, like, "Hey, man, can you not destroy us this weekend, man? <laughs> like, please, we like you, we respect you, we did not disrespect you at all. We aren't giving you any extra motivation. You're the goat." He called him the goat at least three times. Yeah, he did. and I was sitting there thinking, be like. What about Joe Montana, man? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I, Trey Niner says Jimmy IQ uh, less than Purdy IQ. Jimmy don't even have enough sense to go down when two players are tackling him so he won't get injured. Purdy will outplay Brady. Kyle graciously gave Jimmy credit for trying to pick up two yards and keep him at field goal range. But um, to me, that's uh, it's another one of Jimmy's bad habits. Trying to do too much. Yeah, I... Pump the brakes on Purdy's IQ. That is one thing that he struggles with a little bit as well. He he'll he'll give you some what the f moments now. One of the strangest moments in college football was his throw where he's like getting twisted backwards and he just throws it straight up in the air behind the line of scrimmage. What are you doing, dude? And this was I think last year. So he will make some what the f decisions for sure. He will. Niner Notabot says, remember when Niner fans had the same hysteria over Mullins when he beat the Raiders? Purdy is yep. Mullins 2.0. This offense thrives on Jimmy Garoppolo's quick release. Yeah, but Purdy also has a quick release, just to be fair. That's and one of his moves. things. Mullins could not move. No. Purdy can move. I'm not saying Purdy's going to be good. Uh, and I'm not saying he's better than Jimmy Garoppolo, but hey, man, Jimmy Garoppolo gets hurt like every eight starts. Can we stop? romanticizing what he contributes like yeah he's good when he's healthy but he's healthy like as often as Haley's Comet comes around it's an event when yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo's is. healthy it's like yeah. hey t- tell you tell your kids tell your wife Jimmy Garoppolo's healthy oh we gotta watch this <laughs> Yanni Vander says a Mr. Irrelevant winning a Super Bowl is a better story than the Rams winning in LA to gain fans in LA LaFrance tinfoil hat oh is that how the NFL decides who wins the Super Bowl the best story well, Maybe. if you want to talk best story, first of all, I threw this out and people ate it up all over Twitter, but Brock Purdy wears number 13 because he was a Dan Marino fan growing up. So he wears number 13 in week 13 and Dan Marino was in attendance. They played the Dolphins. He got to play. And oh, by the way, he's from Arizona, which is where the Super Bowl is. Oh! I like it. <laughs> You're Antonio says, love the shirt. It's a sl- is a slang in Spanish. It means you love the team and you feel it through your body. Got it. Mm. Okay. Okay. All Thank right. you, Antonio. Appreciate you educating me. Yeah, now we know. Diego says, given how two quarterbacks have gone down behind this O-line, realistically, how sustainable is our current situation? That's what I want to know. 
It's like, yeah, we like Brock, but like, when is Josh Johnson going to have to play? Because Kyle can't, Shanahan is just snake bitten by bad luck at the quarterback position, unlike anyone else. Gosh, I I don't I don't know, but I hope that it can. You can't speculate. I'm, I'm not speculating. Right, of course. Please. Todd says, when do offensive linemen start to get blamed for quarterback injuries? I don't. When does Kyle start to get injury uh, blame? I mean, RG three, Brian Hoyer, freaking every quarterback ever on the 49ers. But yeah, we could blame Mike McGlinchey. I mean, I'm not defending Mike McGlinchey. Yeah. Other people do that. Demo been balling. He needs to be talked about more. He's playing I'm good way. ball. Just like people were like, I waited on Aaron Banks. I want to wait on Demo. Like the the challenge is coming. What Demo's doing right now is keeping everything in front of him. I respect it. But mm, let's see what happens when you go against a better quarterback and a better wide receiver. I'm just saying he's playing very conservatively. He he is, but they also have the team to allow him to do that. Correct. And, and so I think he's I following think that he'll be directions. Fine. He's, He's certainly a drop off to Emmanuel Mosley. Like I'm not trying to make that argument, but I think he's because Mosley was playing aggressively, like yeah, in your was. face. Yeah, Demo's like you're not going to be me deep, fair. Yeah. And he's and, and he's tackling well, and getting the uh, occasional turnover off. So hey, he's playing well, but I'm just going to wait because I think, you know, a team with some real firepower might look at him like I still want to go there. There's a green light there. I'm saying like yeah. Tampa this week, this yeah. week. Uh, Diamond GZ says, my concern is that the offense isn't built like to trace skills. It's built to Jimmy and Purdy is similar enough to make it work around peg square hole. I think my biggest issue with Trey is that he just was going to take a long ramp up. You look at Justin Fields right now. Justin Fields start hitting his stride in his 20 to 25th start. Trey Lance is even less experienced than them. And while his ceiling could be higher than Justin Fields, you needed to commit to the process and the Niners never did because they were in this window and they should have known that. I mean, it's not like it was a freaking mystery or a, or a secret that Trey Lance was a product, a project who lacked experience. I'm just say it felt like a, like a bad, bad marriage. I, it's funny that people were uncomfortable wasting time to develop Trey Lance, but they were totally fine wasting the last two years on Jimmy Garoppolo again. Like that was worth it. Glad that happened. What I want to say is like with Trey, it was possible that initially putting him in, you'd have to take a step back to take two steps forward. Yeah. And the Niners were never willing to do that. Ever. Yep. And yep. that's why they nitpicked him to death. Oh, well, Jimmy gives him a better chance to, to win right now. All right, well, what about next month? We know that Jimmy's not getting better. Can we just – and he never got a chance. And we'll be the really – the worst thing is if he finally leaves and reaches his potential somewhere else, then the Niners messed up twice. You gave yeah. up too much for someone. You didn't give him a chance. You let him go, and then he became who he, who he was, who you thought he would be. Yeah. He goes and so gets a coach that really believes in him, like Mike McDaniel or something. That'd be frankly, really if Bill, for the 49ers. If Bill Walsh were alive right now coaching another team, this would be the situation he'd be looking at, right? Like he got Steve Young selling low because Tampa didn't know what to do. Steve Young was a number one pick in the USFL. Steve Young was a big deal yeah. coming out of college. And, and and he Walsh didn't have an opportunity to get him. He didn't trade three first-round picks to get him, but he was watching. And Tampa was messing him up. It's like, oh, I could get him for a second and a fourth. I'll do that. So, I mean, a smart coach looking at the Niners is like, oh, that's a textbook case of a kid being mismanaged. I'll just chill, see what I can do. In a couple years, I might get him for a third. 
Yeah. So, Kyle, yeah. don't mess that up. Let's go Huffunginator. <laughs> <laughs> Sean says, Jimmy Garoppolo injured. Now can this team reach and beat Philly? I guess we'll find out, man. I don't know. Yeah, I don't no. think. To me, it doesn't change. So, District 13 and Joey Trust says, uh, I would trade for Jordan Love. No on Johnson. Give them Armstead or anything. He's going to blow up the NFL. So I'm subbing for Rodgers on week 12. Yeah, but but uh, see, again, this is... Until that game, nobody, everybody was calling him a bust. Everybody was calling him a bust. Remember, remember when Trey Lance outplayed him in the preseason? Yep. The, the same Trey Lance that's not ready? You Frankly, remember that, that right? performance should give the 49ers and their fans more confidence that they can right. actually develop Trey on the bench because that's what Green Bay did with Rodgers, and it's what they might do with Jordan Love. Yeah. Glock Purdy for the win, Shay Lewis. What up, Shay? <laughs> can I just say something real quick? Calling a dude with that level of arm strength Glock Purdy is like <laughs> sarcasm. And once it gets exposed, I'm going to start calling him Squirt Gun, Squirt Gun Purdy. I'm just saying. P-Shooter shooter Purdy? P-Shooter Purdy. He's Squirt yeah. Gun Purdy. Plot twist, Bosa could retire Brady Sunday. Oh, that is rough. But yeah. That, yeah. Ooh, and you know what? And you know what? That. But I'm saying like the same, Vitamia could do the same thing to Brock Purdy. Like this is a violent yeah. game. And uh, frankly, Tom Brady's been protecting himself for a very long time. Brock Purdy is going to have to learn how to do that. He did it last week. The coach says, I hate to admit this even to you on this platform, but there's one reason why Tom Brady will never come to SF. Kyle won't have a player take over his team and offense. He's not equipped. They honestly need each other. I agree. They really do. I don't think it's good for Tom Brady to take over. He took over in Tampa. He got Bruce Arians the hell out of there, and Bruce Arians is good. And now Byron Leftwich, God love him, just doesn't have the standing to tell Tom Brady no. And that offense can't score 20 points. They suck. And it's Tom's fault. He wishes he was Peyton Manning. I'm sure Peyton's there over there with Eli Washington being like, he wants to be me. He wants to be freaking me. The difference between Peyton Manning and Tom Brady all time, their defenses. I'm going to start saying some wild stuff about Tom Brady. Yeah, you are. Calling yeah. him the GOAT. This is like truth serum. All right, go, go, go. Yeah, Calling him the GOAT? Yeah, for sure. He's great. But what was the real def- difference between him and Peyton Manning those 20 years? Defense! Peyton Manning mm. could make every throw that Peyton that Tom Brady could make. And frankly, it seems like he's a better play caller too. I just want to tell my kids when I when they grow up, they never saw either one play. Hey, yeah, Tom Brady's the GOAT. and you want Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning was every bit as good as him in their prime. And you don't believe me, go watch his freaking highlights. Son, if you want me to love you, go watch Peyton Manning's highlights. <laughs> All right, we'll get the rest of our comments in a minute. We got to talk about Nick Bosa. He's the defensive player of the year or what? Or what? Or what? Yeah, he is the defensive player of the year. And another reason that 49er fans hate Emmanuel Acho for saying that it's not close. Purdy, or not Purdy, but Parsons is the better player. No, not right now. Right now, Bosa is the best defensive player in the league. He has, so he's played one less game than Parsons, but he's had basically the same exact amount of pass rush snaps. He has more sacks, more pressures. And if you look at the last two weeks, how did those games end? Bosa. Bosa is the one that ended those games. Right now, Bosa is on a different level. And Parsons is really good. Parsons is elite. I don't want to downplay what he's doing. But everybody's saying that he is clearly the defensive player of the year. 
I think over the last two weeks, that has flip-flopped. And I think that right now, Bosa is the defensive player of the year, 100%. Yeah, I think he's, I mean, he's bigger than Micah Parsons. He's got better numbers than Micah Parsons. He's the best player on the best defense in the league. I mean, to me, what's interesting about 2022 football is that offense is down this year. Like, if you were to say what, 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 uh, I don't know what the verb would be, but like what characterizes 2022 football defense, mm-hmm. mediocre offense and good defense. So why would you necessarily just make a quarterback the MVP this year? I mean, maybe if Jalen Hurst or, or uh, Patrick Mahomes put up 40 touchdowns or something, but otherwise, like this would be a great year to have a defensive MVP. Do they ever do that? Does that ever happen? I don't know. Maybe if he puts up 20 sacks, he could. Yeah. Could. I don't ever happened. I mean, this God, defense is giving up 15 if points Moore a game. If Taylor didn't win it, then I don't know if it's possible. Why not? Why not? Maybe they did. I don't know. I don't know who's won every defense or every uh, MVP in the league. I doubt it, though. Maybe. Maybe Lawrence Taylor. I don't know. I think that he should get the MVP just so the Niners have to give him $60 million a year to see how that goes. <laughs> God, could you imagine? Little or Stewie says Mike needs to get destroyed every play. Mike needs to go. He gets destroyed every play. Mm-hmm. The play that really was surprising to me was when Mike went farther than Purdy. Mike, you're not a quarterback. Protect your quarterback better. Mm. He yeah. did help Purdy up, though. That's hilarious. Uh, who's <laughs> under more pressure, Shanahan or Purdy? Neither. Neither have any pressure right now. They both have zero pressure, in my opinion. Zero. Yeah, I think Purdy's under more pressure, though, because Purdy has to prove himself every week. Kyle's like, oh, it's my third-string quarterback. What do you want from me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Luis says, can another doctor check Jimmy to make sure his foot is really broke? Can we play Purdy until Lance can play? We have nothing to lose at this point. Dude, it's Purdy's team. It's Purdy's world. It's Purdy's season. Forget those at other guys. Now. It's over. Yeah. yeah, unless they do the okey-doke on us. And by the way, I, this is what's so weird to me, so strange to me. All right, when we talked about Lance coming back a few weeks ago, it's like, oh, no, they there is no and, – and if he does, he's got to be the backup because Jimmy's playing so well. Trey Lance is the starter of this team. However, we're clamoring for Jimmy Garoppolo to come off the couch after sitting, I don't know, six to eight weeks, Purdy even winning a playoff game. We're like, nope, oh, we got to play. We got to play the backup over the third stringer even if the third stringer's playing good because he's Jimmy Garoppolo. So what? All right, he can play bad in the playoffs like he always does or play bad after a layoff like he always does. Why? Well, I don't understand that mentality from this fan base. Why? Can anybody explain that to me? Any Flav? Flav can explain it. Flav, can you super chat that? <laughs> he goes by Flave now. Paulo Flave. says Philadelphia beat Brady in the Super Bowl by blitzing him. Good to know. Yeah, did they really beat Brady or did they just outscore Brady? They outscored Brady. They now outscored the Giants, Brady. the Giants are more similar to the 49ers. Here's how you get Brady. Because he's not mobile, you have to get him beat up the middle. So what I would do, if it's third down, for me, I'm going to that, that NASCAR or that turbo package and I'm putting Bosa on a guard and letting him rush up the middle. You're not worried about Brady escaping outside. You can get pressure right in his face up the middle. That's how you beat Brady. Yeah, Edgardo says Julio is the one person I fear on that team. Always has a good game against the Niners. 
Also, Scotty Miller. I like Scotty Miller. Also, Chris Godwin's good. Chris Godwin's good. Also, well, their little their little running back. I forget his name, but uh, not for Rashad White. The other one. Rashad White. Yeah, he, Rashad he's a White. good receiver. But also, I like Leonard Fournette. I mean, he's not Christian McCaffrey, but he actually gets. I think he's their third leading receiver, and he's reliable. And Brady goes yeah. to him a lot. So yeah, they have weapons. It's not a, a, an automatic win. Official official BNA Music eighty eight says gaslighting hashtag. LOL. Who? You know, you know what it is. Jeff, thank you for the two bucks, Jeff. I appreciate you. Steve O Supremo says, honest question. What's what quarterbacks won a Super Bowl that had to be developed before they did? Rodgers was just waiting his turn behind one of the greats. Uh, no, he had to rework his whole throwing motion. What do you mean? I mean, Troy Aikman was the starter. They went from being awful and losing all the games to being good and winning all the games. So I mean I think there's like what about Steve Young? Yes, Steve <laughs> I, think I think there's a lot of examples. Ryan Holmes says yeah, there's what? A lot of examples. There's a lot of examples. Yeah. Jesse, what about Peyton Manning? Jesse says tweeted the same argument. Uh, Jesse tweeted the same argument verbatim to Asha about Bosley responded and leaned on his effort. Weak. Yeah, Acho, I don't. He, he literally like a, tried to show two plays side by side and was like, "Look at how much better effort." Parsons gives on a screen. I'm like, uh, when well, when that running back caught the ball, they were only one yard apart. When the running back against Bosa caught the ball, there was six yards of separation. What are you talking about? Like that is the weakest argument I've ever heard. Rick, thank you very much. Chris Hansen, always in the prowl. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, let's play the over under game because this is, I think, why people tune into this show. It is a huge hit, and I I just want people to know that I won last week for like the first time all season. So this is a, an important moment. In my career. It is. You said you were peaking going into last week and that the playoffs would be a struggle for me. I, I feel it. You might be right. I could be I folding. I'm like the 49ers. In front of everybody. Here you we go. <laughs> here we go. Championship pedigree. Let's go. All right. Here it is. We're going to go on the offensive side. It's going to be an all Purdy edition. All right. So Brock Purdy over or under 30.5 passing attempts over no i feel like kyle tipped his hand with his game plan today he said that the uh buccaneers stopped the run as well or better than any team in the league i think he's anticipating a game where he has to throw extended handoffs that that's how he runs that's what i'm guessing so more i don't want to convince you to agree with me i'm wrong pick against me <laughs> I mean, I am going to take the under. I think they're going to run go. a lot this week. So I am going to take the under on this one. There you go. All right. All right. Over or under 215.5 passing yards for Brock Purdy? Over. I think he will have to pass a lot, and I think he'll accumulate some yards. Okay. I think that they're going to go over as well, not because they're going to pass a lot. Obviously, I took the under on the last one, but I felt like last week, the yak wasn't there the way it, it is normally. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of catching it and being tackled immediately. There was not a lot of yak. And I think that they're just one play away from him throwing for 270. You know, it's just one of those things. So he plays similar to Jimmy. He didn't get the luck as far as yak with Jimmy. I think the yak will be there this week. I think he goes over 215. All right. Good over under 64.5% completion percentage for Brock Purdy. Under. Under. This is going to be a lot of um, 
I want to say man coverage and blitzing, mm-hmm. and they're not going to give him a lot of easy throws. I know he can he can dice up zone coverage, but uh, does he have the the arm and the zip to like fit it into tight windows? We'll find out. So I'm going to say under. Yeah, the linebackers for the Buccaneers are really good. And their safeties uh, in their corners and their defensive linemen. <laughs> and although they have a lot of de- they have a lot of players injured. We'll see if they play this week. A lot of players on that defensive in- defense injured. I'm going to go yeah. under as well. I-, I think I also think he'll struggle a little bit with completion percentage this week for sure. All right, over under one and a half touchdown passes this week for Brock Purdy. Um. I'm going to say under. I anticipate a low-scoring game with lots of field goals, although he did look nice in the red zone last week, so he's got a chance. But I'm going to be conservative and say under. That is one place that he looked a lot more comfortable than Jimmy Garoppolo's in the red zone. A lot more comfortable. No question. And also, it seemed like Kyle Shanahan was more comfortable with him in the red zone, which is an interesting thing for a rookie quarterback when you've got an eight-year veteran. So... (laughs) Man, this one. I'm going to go over. Nice. Going I over. I like it. I like All it. Right. Stop copying me. I like it. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're the winner. I figured the only way for me to win is to copy you. <laughs> I'm low-key like looking off your paper. Like. <laughs> Cheers. All right. Fair enough. I, like, I appreciate that. Over or under 0.5 turnovers for Brock Purdy this week. Over. I'm sorry. Over. Yeah. He had one last yeah. week. It could have been more, too. Over. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I, I think he's definitely, and it may not even be an interception. He could fumble the ball. But, yes, he's going to turn the ball over for sure this week. All right, let's go to the defense sure. side of things. This one's an interesting one. You actually threw this one in last minute, and I feel like you're trying to trap me, and this is how you're going to win this week. You might know something that I don't, but holding penalties drawn. One and a half, over or under? I'm saying over. I think Nick Bosa on his own could draw three holding penalties. Uh, but the defense, I mean, like, I don't know if you watched Tampa against New Orleans uh, on Monday, but they're left, like, all their starting offensive linemen are out. The one starter who's in is their left tackle, Donovan Smith, who might be mm-hmm. their worst offensive lineman. He's yeah. so bad. He's yep. so bad. He's played 10 games, got nine penalties, got three false starts, five holding penalties, six sacks allowed. He's terrible. So, I mean, he's going to be going up against Bosa. It's going to be like, is he going to give up a sack or a holding penalty on that play? And it's gonna, he, he could give up multiple of each in this game just to Bosa. So just the Donovan Smith factor makes me feel like, I, you know, this is another game that Bosa could control and win. We give Jimmy Garoppolo credit for his win-loss record. What about Bosa's win-loss record? This is another game that he could win straight up. And not just with sacks, but with like holding penalties that he forces. He does a very good job of not selling it, but showing it, displaying the holding penalty to the ref. I'm going over. He does, but traditionally he hasn't gotten a lot of those calls. He's starting it's to true. a little bit this year finally, but traditionally he does not get those calls. Didn't get in the Super Bowl. No, no. God, God, Niners no, still salty about that. Gosh, no, he didn't. Holding penalties. Man, I could see some false starts. I could see some hands of the face. I could see a lot of penalties, but strictly holding penalties. I'm shooting them. I feel like the NFL really tries not to call holding penalties. I'll go under. I like it. 
Nice. I'll go under. Nice. All right. I got you. There we go. Over or under three and a half sacks for the 49ers defense? Over. Over. I know Tom Brady does a good job getting the ball out of his hands and protecting himself, but he's going to do a lot of going down. He's gonna. You're gonna see him like crumpling. Pause. What did I say? <laughs> He's gonna Sorry. do a lot of going down. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> My bad. He. I'm gonna go over, and not because I think that the sack rate's gonna be necessarily uber high, but they tra- They throw like 50 times every game. True. There's gonna be 50 dropbacks from this offense. It's just the way they play football. Naturally, with a bad offensive line, a great defensive line you're going to have some sacks in there for sure. So I have to go over. They're going to get Pause. four sacks this game. Yeah. Going to have some sacks in there. Pause. 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 <laughs> get yeah, you definitely back. some pause moments. Somebody's going to clip this up for sure. This is not going to be good on Twitter. All right. What's over or under 255.5 passing yards against for the defense. So Tom Brady, 255 Ooh. and a half. Not easy to put up against the Niners, but as you said, they're going to throw like 50 times. I would think over. Gosh, Tom Brady's been all over the place with this stat, man. He he did eclipse it last week, but he he's a lot like Herbert. Remember Herbert early in the season without his weapons, was throwing a ton, but only getting like 220 yards? Very similar. Oh, say under. Do it. You're not going to say I am going to say under. Yeah, I'm going to say under. Wow. Yep. I'm flabbergasted. Flabbergasted. Like 33 completions for 235 <laughs> yards. Watch. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Over or under 60.5 rushing yards against. 60.5. That's a low number. But man, Stampa doesn't run a lot. Under. It was also kind of surprising how the Dolphins never made an attempt to run the ball against the Niners. Like, you are mm-hmm. the run game guru, Mike. So um, I think that's him acknowledging, like, it, there's no point. It's too hard. Under. I think it's in the 60s, but I'm going to go over. I, I see some delayed handoffs in this one. Oh, man, I just it feels so good to win two weeks in a row. It's a great if feeling. You, <laughs> if you win two weeks in a row, I want no part of playing any Florida <laughs> team ever again. It's the Florida team. It's like a curse it's against me because I live in Florida. That's true. That is All true. right. Over or under 0.5 interceptions for this defense. For Brady? Over. Over. Mm. Man, he's going to be under pressure. Uh, this Niners defense is legit. I think, yeah, I think it's going to be uh, two great defensive performances on Sunday, I think. I'm going to go over as well, but I, I'm going to make a, a bolder prediction. I don't think it comes in a traditional sense. I think it's going to be a tipped pass. That ends up getting intercepted. I'm gonna make an even bolder prediction. I'm gonna call my shot. I think it's gonna get tipped three times. Oh, it's gonna be tipped and then then it's gonna be a triple tip. (laughs) Bet Uh, you. Oh, that's a good one. I like it. All right, last one over under one and a half touchdowns given up for this defense. Mm, Good question. Under. I think it's gonna be a field goal fest. I think it's gonna be a field goal fest. A punt, a punt and field goal fest. It's going to be a punt, pass, and kick competition. It's going to be great. <laughs> Man, are the 49ers up double digits in the fourth quarter with five minutes left? Because if so, I'm going to go over. Because <laughs> Tom Brady likes to throw a lot in the final couple minutes. 
I think Tom Brady gets a couple touchdown passes this game. I, I do. I don't think they get over 20 points, but I do think that Tom Brady does throw a couple touchdowns. So I'm going to go over. Tua did. That's true. Tua did. And in fact, you know what? We laughed at Tua throwing a, the over under last week was 280 yards for Tua. And we're both like, ah, oh, no way. Yeah. He got up to like 290 something. Interesting. Because yeah. they never, ever ran the ball. Never. Not one. I, like maybe they seven times. It felt like seven, seven times. I think seven attempts. Yeah. Seven. Yeah. I Wilson had one right carry. One carry. They smacked him up too. They were yeah. mad at him. I don't know yeah. why. I don't know. All right, well, it was really nice to beat you again. This was a good competition. I think you're a good sport, even though you keep losing. <laughs> That's enough. my story, and I'm sticking Fair to enough. it. Seth says, D will get tired against Tom Purdy not winning. Mm. I'll I'll say this. I actually, when I did a second half of the like season preview with Sunil, I had them beating Miami and losing this game. I'm changing my decision because the – Offensive line is just so depleted, but I really did think they were going to lose this game going into it. So the Niners for show could limit Tampa to ten points, seven points, oh, yeah. six points. I mean, that they definitely could. I, I'm they, they keep winning with their defense. I'm not rolling it out this week. Don't yeah. get me wrong, Jimmy. Out. We need to evolve. We were not going to get you wrong, Luis. The last thing we were going to do was get you wrong. Don't not worry. Gonna, I said coming into the show, that's actually why we started late. I said. Hey, Luis can't get him Don't wrong. Don't get him wrong. Exactly. That's, yeah. And I was like, let's try our best. Yeah. Legendary answer says o- uh, Ocho makes as much sense as McGlinchey starting. Ocho? Man, I wish I understood half these comments. I don't, I appreciate I don't you. you know what the problem is? Is they're doing the after- $2 one. So they only have yeah. like 50 characters. So they got to really limit this. Oh, is there really a character limit? Depending on oh, how much you Oh, pay- yeah. I Depending had no much- idea. Yeah. Why do you think oh, I always so, do five dollars? Because I I always do just over the two ninety nine uh, or whatever it is. So he's doing nine dollars, not out of the generous of his uh, the generosity of his heart. It's because he, he wants to write more. Because the no coach, idea. because the coach oh. likes to talk a lot. That's why the coach is a Love baller, you, and his 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 picture is just so dope. It is. He so looks baller. like Z- it is so baller. He looks like Zero, the rapper from Houston. I in the picture. <laughs> I don't know if anyone knows who Zero is, but the he looks great in this picture. The coach says Tom has never won a Super Bowl without a top 10 defense. When Peyton and Tom were going head-to-head, Peyton literally called his own offense. Tom was a game manager. Numbers aren't even comparable. The coach agrees with me. Thank you. There's going to be a certain segment of millennials and Generation Xers who will tell their kids, yeah, Tom Brady was great, but you should have seen Peyton. Peyton was great, too. He was a lot of fun. He was a lot of fun to watch, and there was... He was the only dude in his generation that called his own plays, man. That, that was it was fun Super to watch. Impressive. Super he impressive. Up, he would get up at the line of scrimmage and do all that gesticulating. I liked watching him gesticulate. I, I liked watching it. I don't, I don't know why I, feel, I, don't, I don't feel good about you saying that. Um, but I will say this. Tom, the difference is to me is Tom Brady is just more clutch. When it yes. mattered most, he's the guy Correct. that was going to nut up. When That's you look true. at Peyton Manning, the two runs that he had, first of all, we know he was absolutely carried to a victory that final year. He was shot, shot. True. But if you go look at what Indy's defense did the year that they finally won, that defense wasn't rated high. And people were like, oh, it wasn't a uh, highly rated defense. Look at how they played in the playoffs. It was phenomenal. And actually, low-key kind of carried him through a couple of those games. Shots fired. <laughs> and Matthew Sanders says, over under TB yells, get it together at the water boy. I, I, I'm, I'm anticipating a lot of Tom Brady yelling in this game. We should have done over under one and a half Microsoft surfaces broken by Tom Brady. I like that. 
Paulo says Trent Williams lauds rookie quarterback Brock Purdy. You would think he's been in the league 15 years. Well, I mean, experience is like the number one thing he's got going for him for a rookie. He's like the for most sure. experienced rookie we've ever seen. Not ever seen, but yeah. When you when you have a, a quarterback who doesn't have the highest ceiling and played for four years, usually they come in and they hit the ground running. We saw it with Mac Jones. Those are the guys that hit the ground running. It's the guys that like, okay, I didn't have as many throws, but I got a high ceiling. Those are the guys that struggle a little bit, but once they hit their stride, it's like, oh, we got something here. Now we're cooking. So, In that sense, if you had to pick a quarterback who had a chance to win a Super Bowl, be like, well, a rookie, the first one ever. He doesn't necessarily need to be the most talented. He needs to have some experience and a great team around him. Brock has both of those things, so he, that's why Joe says he has a chance. He mm-hmm. does have a chance, which is all you can really ask for. Sam Acho, all right, I'm broke now. He's like a <laughs> he's like the the first and only sports televangelist. The way he talks is like, take my money, preaching. I'm sold. I'm sold. Can you promise me salvation though? We're not. I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> Official PNA Music 88 says, gesticulating off limits but not nut up. Pause. You did say that. I was going to say something too. All right. That's our show. Thanks for watching. I always enjoyed this one. Uh, Jesse, are you, do you have another show in two minutes? Uh, I have a show in seven minutes, and it is not behind enemy lines this week. I could not get a hold of any Tampa Bay. I haven't creators. found one either. I haven't found one either. Nope. No part of it. I reached out to a bunch. They wanted no part of it. I did have a guy. He ended up having to bail. So nothing. I got nothing. But I think things happen for a reason. I'm doing a call-in show instead. And I think this is the perfect week for a call-in show. I feel like there's some things that people got to get off their chest. So if you want to yell at me, if you disagree with me, or you want to just talk, go ahead. Last Second Sports, tap in. I would highly recommend it. Subscribe to him. Subscribe to me. Give my show a like. And tell me that you like my personality in the way that I comport myself because I like compliments. <laughs> Thank you for watching. I'll be back tomorrow, I think. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs>